I think my first memory of becoming really enamored and completely blown away by the filmic image was when my father's friend had a reel of the Hindenburg exploding. And I remember just being so struck by the fact that the image was so beautiful, but what was happening in the image was so kind of violent and disturbing. Film artist Carrie Lydela grew up in Maine and studied film and photography at the Massachusetts College of Art and the San Francisco Art Institute. As an experimental filmmaker, Carrie uses film more as a visual art form than a storytelling medium. Carrie's films challenge every convention of traditional filmmaking, from production to exhibition. That's, it's so funny, I usually don't find this many nice pressed glass pieces. Today we really lucked out. <laughs> She's frequently found scouring flea markets and thrift stores for objects and materials that she uses to make her films. Yeah, these oval shapes are fabulous. This is going to create a really interesting design on the film. The film is basically a celluloid strip that has light-sensitized silver halides coated in an emulsion form on the strip of celluloid. And when it's exposed to different kinds of light, the film becomes sensitized and the image forms on the film, but you don't actually see it yet. It's an invisible image, it's a latent image. And then when you process the film, it's kind of like using magic or alchemy, and you, bring, you can bring the image out. This is the closet of chaos. It's very spooky in here. You never know what you're gonna find. Most motion picture film must be kept in total darkness until it's exposed and developed. But Carrie found a large quantity of medical x-ray film stock that's not sensitive to the red spectrum of light. To work with this film, she waits until nightfall, blocks out all white light from the windows, and illuminates her living room with red Christmas lights. People must think there's something really kinky going on here. For the last three years, Carrie's been working on an experimental film called The Muse of Cinema. She's constructed the film entirely by hand, frame by frame, without a camera. Make sure it's emulsion side up. So now I think I'll just try something else. Put a little bit of the glass on here. It's a windshield that I bought, I found all smashed up on the side of the road. And um, I guess it's in the tenderloin. So, I mean, you find smash windshields all the time. Actually, there's a lot of variation and variety. Carrie Lightla is working in a genre which is often called direct cinema, which is a very organic, kind of handmade way of, of working with film, where you're taking a strip of film in your hand and you're working with it directly by writing on it or drawing on it, um, scraping it, um, pouring chemicals onto it, painting on it a lot of different ways to manipulate it that don't have to do with a camera or working directly with the um, traditional mechanics and labs of cinema. A photogram is basically when you just take an object um, and just lay it directly onto light-sensitive um, material, either film or paper, and then you expose it to light and then whatever um, is not being exposed by the light, then that will be white and around it will be dark or black. 
So it's kind of methodical and uh, it's a very meditative way of working. It's very slow. This has got some interesting properties to it. To support her late night film habit, Carrie works two day jobs. She's a full-time audio-visual assistant and she teaches film at the San Francisco Art Institute. She has yet to break even on a single film. Uh, being an experimental filmmaker is probably the least easy way to, be, to become famous and rich. It's very labor-intensive. Um, it's not very well recognized. Sometimes the screenings are not very well attended. Um, there's, there's not a lot of money in it. And you're pretty much um, ignored by both the mainstream film community and by the art community. It is very difficult to find funding um, and to be able to convince people that, you know, your work is worthwhile. And it's something that is, um, it's, it's very hard to do. But, you know, um, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing it. I think if you compare it to other art forms, um, because you can't make any money at it, you're kind of left to do whatever you want. You can investigate things as deeply and as complexly as you want to. Rather than sending her film to a professional lab for processing, Carrie develops her film by hand in the basement of the San Francisco Art Institute. Right now I'm developing the film, which is um, basically bringing out the latent image, the image that was exposed um, when I was um, working in my apartment. I like hand processing my film because there's a lot more physicality to, you know, working with the material. I can have more control over what I want, you know, how I want the film to look. And also, I don't have to rely on a lab to do it for me. So now I can look at it. It's pretty much this is it. It's finished. Oh yeah, it looks great. Some good things happening here. It's hard to say what, what, how it's going to be perceived in real time when the film is running through the projector. And I really, you know, I don't really always know. So now basically I can hang up the film to dry. Let's have some people throw up some ideas. Something that's not too difficult. Carrie often shows her work to her students to illustrate the variety of techniques and materials well. available to film artists. So this is what I'm going to project right here. And um, this um, is a project that I started um, three years ago. And um, it's called The Muse of Cinema. <laughs> and, um, the way the film is projected is um, also of the utmost importance to Carrie. She purchased a 1921 Acme hand-cranked projector, specifically for projecting the muse of cinema. Here we go. So I'm just going to thread this up. I was interested in making a handmade film and hand-cranking it. So it's all about, you know, reinforcing this idea of the tactility of film. It is an issue that there are certain things that will become obsolete. and even certain film stocks that I would like to work with now, I can't buy anymore, you know, because Kodak doesn't make them anymore. And, you know, it's like, it's different for painters and things like that, you know, and to some degree, I mean, you never have to worry about them not making paint. You know, there's always gonna be paint around.
as a workout. Like this, yeah. Both on the top. I think the hand's gotta be up this way. Otherwise it would be an alien hand. That might be kind of interesting too. Carrie was recently awarded a residency at San Francisco's Red Ink Studios. Access to a larger studio space enables her to work on a larger scale, incorporating costumes, like props, oh, and rear screen projections into her process. This is a spin-off project called Torchlight Tango, and it's a process film, I would say, that's related to the muse of cinema and working with um, handmade film. It uses a lot of stop-motion techniques. Carrie co-stars in Torchlight Tango, along with the spaces, equipment, and materials that she uses to make her films, creating a start-to-finish record of her laborious process, albeit in a highly compressed time frame. It's definitely a film about self-empowerment, and it's definitely a film about showing a process that is very invisible to a lot of people, and um, probably actually non-existent to most people. I think Carrie's work is very rich visually. I think there's so much happening on the surface of the film. You're aware that this is actually a piece of celluloid passing through a projector, and it's light coming through the air and hitting the screen. And you're a part of that because you're in the room while it's happening. I think that's uh, really exciting, actually. 